0: Bon, beanie, everybody, welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt.
1: And I'm Kimbra. And I have
0: got to figure out a better way to do that because I'm literally saying welcome, welcome.
1: I think that's okay though. It, yeah,
0: it sometimes it bothers me. But
1: anyway. You mention it like every other episode. I know, I know. Just I know, I know, let it go. I
0: know, let it go. Let it go. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, anyway, uh, for real, welcome to this episode of Fantastic Cruising. It's like a 112th episode. Yeah. That's a lot of episodes.
1: It is. I actually, you you sent me the thumbnail today, and I double-checked what number episode because we've been getting them confused recently.
0: Yeah, but we got it right, 112. Yes. Yeah.
1: That's a lot.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. There, Oh, there's the Down Under Cruisers in the chat. Look, if you're in the chat on YouTube, welcome. And, <laughs> look, there's another welcome. Don't forget to hit that thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, all that YouTube stuff. If you're on Facebook, join our fantastic cruising community over on Facebook. If you're listening to it, listening to us, no, that was correct. Um, in the future, on a podcast, audio podcast, whatever method you use to listen to your podcast, consider giving us a rating review wherever you can. But especially if you can do the Apple Podcast, that is probably the most beneficial for us. Yes, so. What's going on, Kim Brown?
1: Um. Well, the week has completed.
0: <laughs> we this time next week we'll be on a cruise.
1: Yeah, we will. You know that's like, weird. Like actually on the cruise, yeah. not getting on one. Yeah, because that's how it was like the last couple because they happened on like Saturday, so we were getting ready to get ready right. to get on. Right. But yeah, now it's like.
0: Look, I'm not. I'm not complaining, at all, but we've never cruised this frequently and we may never cruise this frequently again. I don't know if that'll work if the, you know, the stars will align again for us like this, but, um, it's a little bit surreal to have it's weird. cruises this close together. Like I'm used to a cruise. I'm used to like two, maybe three cruises a year if I'm really lucky. And so I'm used to going several months minimum between cruises, sometimes a year or more, Usually not a year or more, but close to a year. And this time it's been like, oh, 30 more days and we're on another cruise.
1: We haven't unpacked from our last one yet.
0: we have This weekend
1: we're doing laundry from that one.
0: That's that's true. That's true. We've
1: done some laundry. We're not like hanging out with dirty clothes.
0: (laughs) Well, it's not Reno. (laughs) No, Reno, uh, the dog got uh, groomed today. So he's all shiny and clean. And short, short hair. He's
1: looking pretty snazzy.
0: Yeah, he's looking schnauzery. Schnauzery? Is that (laughs) that an adjective? Like
1: snazzy, schnazzy.
0: Before we get into today's topic, a couple things we wanted to cover. One, the costume contest. Yes. So we have been talking about the costume contest, and we finally have some details. You're going to see some information coming out, actually, on the Fantastic Cruising community. Just some, you know, like post about it with these details but basically what we're going to tell you right now and that is this if you would like to participate in our costume contest that will be held on the two Fridays from now right is that right no three Fridays two three, two the Friday before Halloween yeah it's the 29th yeah
1: so we have next week's episode and then the Halloween episode
0: right so here's how it works if you would like to participate in our Halloween costume contest you can come right on to the show live with us. You can submit a photograph, a video, and uh, and we will put it up on the live broadcast. And we will we will have a vote that will probably complete after that episode. So we won't have a winner that night. We decided because we don't know how many contestants we're going to get. Are we going to get one? Are we going to get twenty? We don't. We have no idea. So we're just going to make one category, like a grand prize winner. But here's what we're going to do. If you want to participate, please send us an email to fantasticcruising@gmail.com. at gmail.com. If you are one of the first 10 people to send us an email saying that you want to participate in the costume contest, and then you go through and participate in the costume contest with the costume from this year, you will automatically get a swag package sent to you. Yes. If you win the costume contest, you are going to get an Amazon gift card for $50. So there it is. There's the bi- there's the big money that the fin- that's big money for fantastic cruising. <laughs> $50. The swag bag, I'm not going to say what it's going to have in it because we don't know 100%, but we have we know at least three things that are going in it. You know some of the items. And they're going to be cool. Yes. They're going to be really cool. So, um so yeah, if you're interested in doing that, Send us an email, fantasticcruising at gmail.com. You have to send us an email in order to be um, able to get the first ten, and then you have to actually do it as well. So, so if like if fifteen people send us an email and uh, number nine doesn't show up, then number eleven is going to be the tenth person. Does that make sense? So that's makes how. Makes sense to me. That's how that's going to work. And uh, yes. And you can do a couple costumes, funny costumes. They don't have to be cruise related. They can be cruise related. We're going to let the fantastic cruising community on Facebook vote on those costumes. And uh, they will decide who takes home the prize.
1: It's going to be lots of fun, but you have to participate.
0: You have to participate to 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 win or to get that. And little, we may not have thing. a backup subject if uh, nobody participates. Uh, we'll, we'll have a backup. No, 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 Matt. Oh, we may not have a backup subject if no one participates.
1: So we need participation. Jeez, Matt, you almost. I'm sorry. It
0: up. I'm sorry. Look, here's the other thing we got to go over real quick. Shout out to our friend Mary Miller, a longtime Patreon supporter and uh, and friend, and she was recently on a cruise to Alaska, and she sent us a little package of stuff. a Little, it's like a little card and. And then a little prize. Now, yes. She, when we were on the um Mardi Gras, she said she got us those carnival shot glasses that yeah. were in our stadium, which was really cool. Well, she went a step further and she got us. Are they are they clear? Put your head down so they can see. There we go. Uh, this shot glass from catch a can. And this one. Uh, there we go. Alaska shot glass. Thank you so much Mary. We certainly don't expect people to get us things. Uh so that is not us asking you to do that at all. Please don't ever think that. However, um if we do get stuff, it's really cool and we appreciate it. Uh so there's that. Now to celebrate that, we thought we would have Did you rinse these? No. We're going to put alcohol in them. What are you worried about?
1: They're dusty. <laughs> you know what? It's
0: Alaska dust. You going to go rinse them? She's gonna go rinse these, and then we are gonna have a celebratory. Where are you going? You didn't bring the glasses. Oh, okay. That's like the easy way to rinse them. I guess we're gonna have a celebratory <laughs> toast to uh, to all of you and to to Mary Miller. And what what we're going to be toasting is two different drinks that we got to sort of celebrate fall. One of those is Kings Creek Black Label Cider, small batch whiskey. It's basically it's it's apple cider. Flavored whiskey, and
1: it's quite tasty. It's
0: also been in the freezer, as as it should. And then, just for just in case our friend Dave from Australia watches, uh, we're gonna have a little pumpkin spice Irish cream there. So, because Dave loves Irish cream, if you ever see Dave from Australia in anything, oh,
1: he likes pumpkin spice. That's pumpkin spice,
0: yeah, pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice is his favorite. I don't know how he feels about Irish cream. He loves. Loves, loves pumpkin spice. Like,
1: send him all the pumpkin spice.
0: Absolutely. 100%. By the way, that, that little swag bag might have a little packet of Vegemite Ooh. in it. I'm just saying. Anyway, so I'm going to pour the pumpkin spice because that's, I like Dave, that's the one I prefer. And you're going to do the uh, the apples. Wow, that was quite the sound. <laughs> mine just screws on and off. It's not nearly as exciting as that one there.
1: How much am I supposed to fill this? What? How much am I supposed
0: to fill this? It's a shot glass, Kimbra. <laughs> how much am I supposed to fill it? To the edge of the shot glass? Okay. I'm going to move that over
1: there because it's very cold and I keep t- putting my foot Look, on Sean
0: it. is in here saying, why should Dave be the only one to enjoy Irish cream? No, Dave, I don't know how he feels about Irish cream. Dave loves pumpkin spice. He came to the States and tried it and said it was the best thing since Vegemite. So... Cheers! Cheers to the fantastic cruising community. Thank you guys so much. We do really appreciate you. And uh, yeah, you, you didn't? I don't know.
1: I'm gonna sip mine.
0: Mm. Me too. Um, <laughs> all right, so on with the show. You really gonna sip that?
1: I mean, I'm gonna take it in like maybe three. That's
0: this is that is really good. I really I do actually like pumpkin spice a lot.
1: This is good. I'm a too. basic white girl. So I guess. I'm not one to like drink any type of alcohol straight because it's not good that way, in my opinion. But we had some of this cider stuff the other night with like some ice or something. And it was really good. She was
0: beside herself. All right, let's let's get going. Let's get on to the topic. So the topic is La Romana in the Dominican Republic. And I had been there once before. I did not have a positive vibe after going to La Romana the first time. It was not my favorite place. In fact, I kind of poo-pooed La Romana a little bit on this yeah. podcast.
1: you said say, some not great things. About I did.
0: I said some not great things about it. Now look, um, here's the thing. I did have a really good excursion the first time I went, because I went scuba diving and it was a really good dive, but the port itself was a poor excuse for a port. And I didn't see outside the port, but from what I thought I saw, it looked very not nice. I was wrong. Um well, partially wrong. Okay, the port was a hole the first time I was there, but they have changed that. They have made a lot of upgrades. They've put buildings in. It's still not the best port in the world. Like if you're going to just enjoy a port in for the port itself, you're not going to have a lot going for you here but it has improved and they looks like they're still building on to it so it's getting better the area around it is not what i thought it was at all it was not that it wasn't bad it was kind of nice it was a nice area there's even some real ritzy uh things around it so i don't know what i saw that had me so confused but um but yeah la Romana's not not bad and it's not it's not a place that you can just go out of the port and wander around and find shops and cool stuff to do. That's not what's going to happen. If you go to La Romana, you're either going to get off, go to the port for a minute, be like, okay, I've seen it all, get back on, Uh, or you're going to do an excursion. Those are your choices. And I don't know how easy it is to do an excursion outside of the cruise line in La Romana because you're kind of just at this port, there's nothing around it. So uh, I'm not sure... Somebody from Franklin, Tennessee is calling me. I'm not <laughs> sure how that works, but I'm going to guess that uh, that you have to do something through cruise line. If, if somebody's got a different experience, let us know. But I don't know how that I don't even know how that would work unless you made arrangements with like a third party ahead of time. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've
1: only been there once.
0: Yeah. So, what did we do in La Romana?
1: We did an excursion to Monkeyland.
0: Monkey land.
1: Monkey
0: land. Not Disneyland.
1: No, the land of not monkeys. Not Candyland. No, the land of monkeys.
0: The land of monkeys. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the land of monkeys. Monkey land. Monkey land is basically in the mountains of the Dominican Republic. And they have monkeys there. They are not native to the Dominican Republic. There are no native monkeys. Monkeys in the Dominican Republic. There are at least two facilities, from what I can tell, that have this sort of experience. I don't think they're owned by the same group, but, but they're I'm,
1: both called Monkeyland.
0: They are, so maybe they are. They're just in different locations. The other one does a lot of like ch- charity work and stuff. This one didn't mention any of that. The maybe other one like,
1: franchise
0: really harped on about <sighs> the charity work. But anyway. Monkey Land is a place you can go and you can like hang out with squirrel monkeys.
1: Yes, lots of it's it's pretty cool.
0: That's it. Okay, episode over. No. No, over. no, no. <laughs> so tell tell the people what happened. Um yeah, with so, our excursion.
1: So we got on actually, so the picture and description and stuff was like one of the open air bus things, but that's not what we did. No, no, we were on like a nice big motor coach, air conditioned, had Wi Fi. Not great Wi-Fi, but it had Wi-Fi. Somewhat, yeah. Yeah. And they took us, what was it, like an hour, 45 minutes to an hour?
0: It was at least an hour.
1: At least an hour.
0: It was a long um, bus ride.
1: But it was cool because the guy on the bus like told us all about everything and stuff. So we took the bus up through some of the towns and cities. So we actually like really got to see the DR, which was really cool because- I've only been there one other time prior, which was a month ago.
0: And we didn't leave the port.
1: And we didn't leave the port. That was Amber Cove. Yeah. So I didn't really know much about Dominican Republic. So it was really cool to have that cultural experience. The motorcycles are insane. It was a little crazy.
0: So everybody knows if you're driving or riding in most of the places in the Caribbean that they're kind of known for having crazy driving. Dominican Republic is certainly like the, maybe the prime example of this. People down there drive motorcycles and scooters because the gas prices are crazy expensive. And I'm sure vehicles are expensive to get as well. And so a scooter is a lot more affordable. But you see like, I mean, it's like thick with people riding motorcycles. And I'm not lying when I say I've seen like, five people on a motorcycle one motorcycle not a big motorcycle
1: no one of those little bitty things yeah i I saw that or like
0: carrying Carrying large boxes and they don't really pay any attention to traffic signals no
1: they just they just
0: go if if we wouldn't have been in a huge bus it would have been terrifying but because we were in a huge bus it was like I felt pretty safe and comfortable as far as like getting hit by motorcycles. Now, the other time I was in Dominican Republic and went to monkey land on the other side from Amber Cove, we were in one of those open air things and it, it was a little more exhilarating, I guess would be the nice way to say it because it was a smaller vehicle and people were just like everywhere. I mean, you, you could have just reached out and like, patted somebody on the head riding a motorcycle next to you in this big bus. I I mean, I fear for them. I was literally looking up statistics on like motorcycle and scooter fatalities in the Dominican Republic because it was worrying to me. It was troubling to me that, you know, it must be very dangerous. And and it is. It is extremely dangerous, especially since many of them don't have helmets or don't choose to wear helmets in that situation. Um, So... Yeah, but it's interesting to see. And, you know, one of the things that they talked about both times I've been there and got to explore the DR is that they have a low crime rate, which is which is really cool because it's definitely a third world kind of feel in, in parts of it. But, um, but apparently the crime rate is pretty low. And I, I looked that up, too. It seems like it is a fairly low crime rate compared to the places. So uh, it's impoverished, but fairly safe place to be from what I can tell from my very small amount of research that I've done. Uh, But it's, it was cool to go through, like you said, the, the towns and stuff and just, you felt like you really saw the way people lived in the Dominican Republic, which was, which was really a neat experience. It's, it's nice to kind of get those sort of cultural experiences. We didn't get to like hang out with anybody there, but well, no, but our, we saw it, at our, least.
1: our guide was actually from yeah, the first that's true. Like, little town that we went through. So he was able to tell us like that personal experience. Um, somebody asked him if he drew, drove a motorcycle, and he was like, no, I'm not that brave. I've, I have a car. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. So so that was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so they this, this particular excursion doesn't just go to Monkey Lane, though. They always have another stop. And depending on just... How it plays out You either go to the stop before or after the monkeys So they usually have multiple vehicles Going there And so they will flip-flop who goes to the monkeys first And who goes to this other location So let's talk about the other location Which we went to second But we'll talk about that and then we'll talk about the monkeys
1: Okay, so the other part was Dominican flavors So we went to like, was it a plantation It was, they called it like
0: Maria's house or something Yeah,
1: it's like a little house was I guess. A, yeah it was a little yeah. house yeah. and it's like cocoa beans and coffee beans and all other kinds of they had other fruits and stuff like all kinds of flavors
0: yes uh, so they're selling it to you like this is how people live in like rural Dominican Republic there's a lot of farmland if you farm stuff you don't have to pay taxes there was some something with that if you farm stuff and sell it I guess within the Dominican Republic, you don't have to pay taxes on your land or anything. Right. So there's a lot of and there's a lot of farming that goes on there. There's t- huge sugarcane fields there. But this was more like I'm sure it's it's set up as a touristy place, but it is like a very basic house and then they had, you know, different plants set up and they and they kind of tell you about the cacao and and the different things that were growing there. And then they But you
1: get to taste everything. Yeah, they So like, like yeah. when they're talking about um, like the, the cocoa bean and stuff they're talking about the different stages of what it goes through and they actually let you taste it at all of those different stages which is really cool so like when you first get it out of like it's fruit shell thing yeah. or whatever it's in yeah. so you taste it when it's like the gooey stuff and then um, once they've done some other things with it you taste it then and then they roast it yeah before they put the sugar in it you taste it and then after they put the sugar in with it you taste it so it's, you know, you get to taste all the different stages of how they make chocolate.
0: Except for we didn't get like chocolate.
1: No, but we got hot chocolate.
0: <laughs> we did. We did. Yeah. So so it's it's pretty cool. And then yes, we get the hot cocoa and they give you uh, some fruit, like you said. They had star fruit and they had pineapple and they had um the pineapple
1: know, was really good. Pineapple's
0: very good. And and then, but the hot chocolate, it was was good, and then they give you tea and coffee, and the, the tea is made from the cocoa? From the coffee bean from shells. From the coffee bean shells. So it's like a coffee-flavored tea. Kind sort of, of. Kind of. It's it's really good. We it's bought really a good. bag because it was so good. We haven't actually made any of that yet.
1: We need to do that.
0: But we did also buy the coffee because the coffee is really crazy good. Like, I don't know – I'm. Kimber and I are not huge coffee drinkers. Like we like drinking coffee with like pumpkin spice in it or something, but we don't really.
1: Did you say pumpkin spice? Pumpkin. I thought you said pumpkin spice. Pumpkin.
0: It's from, from my punk rock days. It's punk rock spice. No, that's <laughs> weird. But uh, but yeah, we, we like coffee with stuff in it, so it doesn't taste as coffee-ish. But this coffee, we could just drink. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's just really delicious. They added a little bit of, um, sugar to it. I don't think they added any cream or anything like that.
1: No, I think it was just black coffee with maybe a little sugar.
0: Yeah, like cane sugar. Yeah, I'm sure it was regular probably. cane sugar. And it was so good. So we, you know, we bought some, and we've we have made a little bit of it here. And it, I don't know that it tasted quite as good as it did on at that house, but it was pretty good. But it is definitely very good. We added smooth.
1: we added the the pumpkin spice Irish cream yeah. to it. <laughs>
0: Which We're gonna try it again with like kalua or something. Yeah,
1: but, it's delicious. Um,
0: but yeah, so so that was really cool. And you know, then and they also sell other products like I don't know, like uh, to- not toiletry products, but like you know, facial moisturizers and yeah, with all the like different that. like
1: oils and stuff that are supposed to be good for things and what, stuff. What ails you? Yeah,
0: and and so all that money, I'm sure, goes to them, which is great. You know, it helps to support them being able to do that. And uh, so it felt good. Buying the stuff from them felt good. And um, I think that didn't our guide say like the monthly, a- the monthly average wage was something like,
1: it was like $300 or something.
0: Was it even that much? Like it was, it was hardly anything.
1: It wasn't much.
0: Yeah. So it was like, you know, if we're spending 20, 30 bucks with these people, it's, and, and so are many other people on our bus, twice a day most like that's got to be a big help and coming out of this stupid pandemic i'm sure these people need that tourism dollar in fact another thing that was interesting is because they don't rely so heavily on tourism like they're very proactive in like getting vaccinated and being very safe like they were very strict about masks um they're vaccinating all their kids so um because and the way he explained it was like we rely on tourism. We have to do what we have to do to get tourism going. So it was it was interesting. Yeah, um, pretty cool. So, but it was it was neat to see that part of the Dominican Republic, and it was a good added on experience. I doubt many people take that excursion for that.
1: I really enjoyed that part. But though. I did
0: too. I I enjoyed that almost as much as the monkeys. Yeah, honestly, like
1: we booked it for the monkeys. But it was a very pleasant yeah. surprise.
0: And I see Kenny in here, uh, and he is going on the Down Under Cruisers group cruise, and so they're which going, is
1: exactly a year from today. And
0: they're going to La Romana. Is it exactly a year from today? October fifteenth. Oh, how funny is that. Uh, and they're going to La Romana and Amber Cove. So you could do this excursion from either one of those places. So just food for thought out there if you're if you're on one of those. And I know we've got. Um, We've got Stacy in here, and he's going to be on the horizon uh, in 2023, going to be stopping in both those ports. So yes. I don't know if they've done that before, if he's done it before. But anyway, it was it was a good experience. It was an unexpected pleasure um, for that particular excursion. Like a bonus add-on you don't expect, but it's like, this is really cool. I'm so glad we did this. Yeah. All right, let's get to the monkeys, though, because that's why, you know, that's why we went, right? For the monkeys? That's, it is. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys, and we're going to jump on your shoulder and eat fruit off of your face, because that is what we do. So now
1: YouTube's going to ding us for copyright. <laughs> yeah, because
0: right? that's how good that <laughs> rendition of that was. Or not. Okay. So, so monkeys. Yeah, monkeys, monkeys, so see, monkey
1: do. we take this lovely bus ride up through the mountains to monkey land and we get to experience squirrel monkeys, right?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah, so they take us into, you go through like some little doors and stuff and you have to clean your feet to make sure you don't spread anything to the monkeys. They did require that you wear a mask while you're with the monkeys so, you know, you don't
0: pass any. They're nap, primates. So, you know, you know we're, we're pretty closely related there. yeah,
1: We don't want those monkeys dying of anything that you've got.
0: Interestingly, the last time I did this, they were like super strict and kind of lectured us on if you're sick at all, you're not going to do this. Like if we see you sniffle, you're done. And and so I was like, well, global pandemic, how's that work with monkeys? But I, you know, I think they're just like, we got to get the revenue in or we can't feed the monkeys. So um hopefully that all works out okay but uh but yeah they were very particular about that it's it's like i mean we have the same protocols at the aquarium if you go into our, our quarantine you have to step through different things and stuff so it was just like kind of being at work in that regard yeah <laughs> so yeah squirrel monkeys so what, what what was the how did it all work out how that how they work that out
1: yeah, so we weren't a huge group. I think there was what, like twenty of us. Something like 20, that. 25 something. It wasn't a huge group, so it wasn't, you know, overcrowded or anything. But we we went in, and they had a couple like big areas that you kind of stop to kind of experience the squirrel monkeys. They were everywhere. They ran around. They hung out on the you know, railings up in the trees. Um, they jump all over you. But what they really wanted was that food. So that's all they care about. It, it really is, which is unfortunate, but I get it. I enjoy myself some food too. So the, the guide, you know, has bowls of food and he passes them out and kind of goes around and then they have someone taking pictures and the monkeys jump all over you. You have a bowl of food and they're all over you. And then they move on to the next person who has a bowl of food.
0: <laughs> they do let you take your own pictures and video. Yes, there, there is a point when they don't. But for the majority of the time, you are able to do that. So, you know, sometimes animal encountering, it, they're trying to like, get get you to buy the, the photos and stuff, which they do. They do that they offer that. But you are o- allowed to do that. But you have to be careful about what you bring in there. Like it, you can't bring certain types of Uh, stuff that they could take. Like you have to put your jewelry away and no
1: bags. Like you you can't have no camera bags, nothing, nothing with bags or hangy things or jewelry or anything like your mom's hat had like some little beads and stuff. They were crazy about those beads, but they were connected to the hat. So it was okay. But yeah, like nothing, no necklaces, earrings, no jewelry.
0: And they do want the food, but they will jump on you. And, and some of them did just jump on you just to either cross from one side of the path to the other. Or, I mean, a couple of times they just sat on us. for a little, Yeah, a little I, bit. I think just because we just wore the furniture that was there. Right. I feel like I was like a, a free Uber for them a couple of times. Yeah.
1: Well, there was one point when we were going from like the first big area to like the next big open area. As we were walking down the pathway, they jumped on and was like just hung out on my shoulder. As we were walking by, like, oh, you didn't want to walk yourself. I'll take care of you.
0: <laughs> now you are not allowed to like pet the monkeys. Um, you can't don't spank the monkeys. Sorry. Uh you, you don't wait, step
1: on their tails. Don't step on their tails. They emphasize that a lot.
0: They do, they do, because they're running around. You got to be careful where they you got walk. long tails. But they're they're not they're not pets, so to speak. So they will sit on you and you can, you know, you can. Talk to them and stuff, but, you know, they don't want you to pet them because they might, that might scare them and they might, you know, like bite you or something, I guess, is what they're concerned about. But you don't really need to pet them because they're literally sitting on your face, like right. on your head, not on your face, but on your head. I mean, if you looked up, they probably sit on your face, but, but, uh but they're, they're pretty adorable creatures. And a lot of them had babies when we were there.
1: Yes. I there think, were like
0: four, three, four. I was going to say six. I think oh, there, there might have six. been. There might have been. And so the babies just hang on. And they're sleeping half the time or more. Yeah. Like you see, you see mom like running like a crazy monkey, like jumping, bounding. It's crazy the agility these things have. And, and there's a baby just like hanging on. And you look at it and it's like sound asleep, like just death grip on mom. I don't, I don't know how they do it
1: um larry is asking if there's a lot of walking and places to sit so as far as walking there's not a ton of walking um i would say minimal yeah it's and there's not, not there's a much. little bit of like uphill or downhill and if it's wet it can be slippery but there's railings yeah. so it's it's like fine. a boardwalk yeah it's it's really not bad most of the time you're in like one big area and then you walk to the other big area mm-hmm. and then you walk back to the other big area and then yep. you leave so it's not like a ton of walking as far as sitting i don't recall seeing any benches or anything
0: no i don't think there were any benches when you're doing the monkey portion right but you're really only doing that for probably
1: 20 minutes
0: yeah you're not
1: it wasn't long no
0: i mean you're so bear that in mind you're like an hour there an hour back you're probably at monkey land for an hour i would say
1: Maybe
0: if that, yeah, you get there, you go to the bathroom, they have restrooms. There's a little gift shop, very small gift shop. Um, And then you go do the monkey thing and then you come back. Well, they sit you down, they go over the rules. You do the monkey thing, you come back, you, um, you can get your photos and stuff and then you get back on the, onto the bus. So it's, it's not a super long thing. Now, when I did monkey land at Amber Cove, it was there was more there because they had like medical stuff for for local people to go to and there were more buildings it was more of a scenic view. I feel like the monkey experience in general was probably a little bit better at this monkey land but we were very rushed when I did it at the other one mm. um, and they had like they had more food and drink and a little bit more souvenirs at the other one. So I don't know I, I, they were both very similar experiences. The other one had a better layout. Um, but this one, it seemed like a better quality time, but that might've just been the circumstances, which I was at with yeah. the other one, because it was kind of weird. We were behind, we were rushed in, in stuff. So I don't know, but, but I think you'd be happy with either place. I, re- I really don't think that unless you did both and you were like really picky about one over the other, I don't think you would be like, Oh, I I shouldn't have done this one because the other one was so much better. Like it's, it's a very comparable experience on, on the whole. Yeah. So
1: I do have to say that watching them eat seeds is really fun. Yes. Cause they like, they grab the seeds in their little hands and they like open it and then eat the seeds Mm -hmm. and then throw the
0: shell out. Yeah. Dan is asking if they give you monkey food. So the, the monkey food is basically fruit and seeds. Yes. And that's what they give you. They do get, I think they said they get like hamburger like once a week or something like that. I think they're omnivorous creatures. Probably. And and by the way, that that is going to be our cruise creature. Maybe we should just cut into that now. So since we're going to, we can talk a little bit more about the biology of the squirrel monkey. I mean, obviously, the squirrel monkey. Made sense to be the cruise creature because
1: we saw squirrel monkeys.
0: That's the whole visit was about squirrel monkeys, right? And and yeah, and we saw a lot of them. But but we did a little bit of research because they. One thing they don't do a lot of is they didn't give us a lot of like natural history information about squirrel monkeys.
1: No, I didn't
0: learn a lot about squirrel monkeys. Which for me, what I do for a living, that that kind of hurts a little bit. But you know, it's just a different. It's just a different mindset, I think. So. Um maybe that maybe that'll grow and then they'll get to that. But we thought we would we would share that. So if you go, you'll have a little bit of natural history on the squirrel monkey. So what did we learn about squirrel monkeys?
1: So there are six different types of squirrel monkeys. Species, yes. There's species. I think it was
0: six, yes, yeah, six different species or at least subspecies. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um the common squirrel monkey, I think, is what we saw. We, we they think didn't so, yeah. tell us specifically, but based on photos, that's what we think it was.
0: Yeah. Squirrel monkeys, the squirrel monkey species are all native to Central and South America. So they're that's where you're going to find squirrel monkeys. They're all relatively small monkeys. And one of the things that's different about them than other monkeys in South and Central America is that they don't use their tails to climb.
1: They use it for balance.
0: Yes. So whereas like holler monkeys and stuff will actually lower themselves up and down with prehensile tails, that's not what they're doing. They're just they're using it more like a, a like a cat's tail, only like they're way better at it than cats. And cats are pretty good at that balance game, right? But but they they're nothing compared to a, a squirrel monkey. I keep wanting to call them spider monkeys They're not spider monkeys they're squirrel monkeys.
1: The squirrels are better than spiders.
0: Whatever. Anyway, they're they're very cute. So they are, like we said, they're omnivores. Um, they are uh sexually dimorphic, which means that boys and girls look different from one another. Although I don't know, I guess if you look at a lot of squirrel monkeys, there's probably some differences. I, I don't I didn't I, look at them and go, You look different, and you look no, different. No, I feel you know, like birds and stuff and some lizards. They you like that's a something, that's a something else. That's not, they're not that different to the casual observer.
1: I couldn't tell a difference. I didn't study them either. No, it
0: was just like, oh,
1: squeeze. Yeah, they donkey. were like, look how cute that one's sitting near <laughs> me.
0: They are diurnal animals, which the definition of diurnal is an animal that is active primarily during the day, which is, most people know the term nocturnal, but not as many people know the term diurnal, which is interesting because we are a diurnal species, yes. but we don't know that term. I mean, I'm sure some people do. And then there's another term. Do you know the other term that goes along with that?
1: I did, but I can't think of it right, right now. This is
0: for species that are active at like sunrise and sunset, and that term is crepuscular. Yeah, crepuscular. That's a fun word to say, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So squirrel monkeys are interesting, and and. They- I, they only
1: sweat out of their the palms yes. of their hands and the soles of their feet.
0: This may change your mind about wanting to do the squirrel monkey thing because we also learned something they do to help cool them off.
1: Yeah, they hang out in the shade.
0: Yeah, that's not what it is.
1: No, they actually what's what's the term? I don't remember Was there a technical term? Yeah, for there's this? a term for it. I will find it here in a minute.
0: This is the term you're gonna want to remember, maybe.
1: Um, it's called urine washing.
0: Oh, I thought it was going to be much more Latin sounding. No,
1: it's, it is what it is. So basically they urinate on their hands.
0: There's whole web pages devoted to this, I think.
1: (laughs) They urinate on their hands, rub it on the soles of their feet. And then when the urine evaporates off their body, it causes it to cool. Like they cool off. So
0: keep that in mind when they're. Going like through your hair sticking with sticking their, their fingers if your nose. Here's, and the, stuff. here's my question. Why don't they just urinate on their feet? Why and cut out the middle hand?
1: Because they only sweat out of their hands and the soles of their feet. So if they urinate on their hands and then put it on their feet. So they're just covering
0: both. Yeah. They're taking four. care of
1: I don't, don't really know if that's true or not. I think it's disgusting.
0: It is kind of gross, but you know, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta that's, do, right? Yeah. So they they pee themselves and that cools them off. Um, yeah. At least they
1: don't like rub it through their hair.
0: Probably, I mean, they might. You know, I mean, know.
1: it probably gets everywhere. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's kind of gross. And then I think about them like walking on my head, and you know, yeah. their little pee feet. I'm,
1: I'm actually pee-feet. really glad that I didn't know about this. When Maybe was this happening. is why they
0: don't tell you the uh, natural history of the squirrel monkey <laughs> while you're there. The other thing that we learned about squirrel monkeys is equally disturbing. I don't... You don't remember? So male squirrel monkeys will show their dominance by showing their junk. And yes, I mean that junk. That's not what I'm talking about, though. That just sounds like a typical male. Female squirrel monkeys have what is called a pseudo-penis. Yes. Yes, I said pseudo-penis. And it is what it sounds like, a false penis, which they will display to...
1: Show dominance over smaller monkeys. Yes, like look, I'm a big female monkey. Check out my fake stuff.
0: <laughs> so there you go. I mean, uh, that's not something every animal has. Females no. are born with strap-ons. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> no,
1: that was too much, Matt. Your mother listens to this.
0: <laughs> she doesn't know what my that mother
1: is. listens to. This <laughs>
0: she probably knows what that is. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway. Um, The squirrel monkey. You'll never think of them the same way. I mean, when you see one, they go squirrel. Now you're going to be thinking about pee hands and pseudo (laughs) penises. I mean, I guess if you're going to have a pseudo penis, it's kind of like a cool thing to call. I don't know. I don't know.
1: You're you're talking too much about it. You should have stopped.
0: (laughs) Stacy says he feels like a shower just listening to that. Yes, (laughs) I, I agree. And I was starting to talk him into going to monkey land. Now he's probably like, uh, how about no? Right. I mean, I'm sure that they're, you know.
1: Just bathe in sanitizer afterwards. We, di-
0: we didn't feel stinky or anything. Here's the reality. You're in the Dominican Republic. You're going to sweat so much. It's just going to drip off you That's anyway. That's true. It doesn't really matter. No. If you have pee on you because monkey pee, monkey do. At least, at least <laughs> there's no monkey do. Uh, I didn't see any. I heard people say that monkey pooped on them. Oh, really? But I never saw a monkey poop on anybody either time I've been there. So I don't know if that is really true or they just, you know, people are like, oh, it pooped on me. I don't know if it really did. It it may have. It may have. But I don't. I feel like monkeys would only do that intentionally, not accidentally. You know, like a dog doesn't poop on you on accident. If a dog poops on you, it's trying to tell you something.
1: I had a lizard poop on me. That's
0: different. Lizard will poop on you because they're just like, when I got to poop i got a poop well actually that's not true luna is very particular i know pooping. that but she but i think with her she was like i'm finally out of my cage and then well, that's Jesus. when
1: she likes to go and she Let was scratching and that's when that's i true. I took her out yeah it's true it's
0: like it's like the dog scratching at the door you're like oh the dog needs to go out then you go get the dog and put it on put him on your lap and make him sit there for a minute and he's like i've been holding it for so long just got to do what you got to do. He
1: says that like he's experienced that.
0: I have not experienced Reno's that. Reno has
1: never done that to you. No,
0: I've been peed on and pooped on by a lot of things, but not a dog. Well, I've been peed on by a dog, not Reno.
1: A Reno is precious.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, then you do that whole monkey thing. And then uh, we got, in our case, we got on the bus. We went to do the Maria's house. And then we went back. To the port, which let me just tell you, if you want to do anything at the port, you're not going to want to do this excursion.
1: Right. Because this literally took like our whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, the churro which, place was closed. That's what I was getting ready to say. We went to get churros because Matt has talked about these wonderful churros. And we walked up and the guy, there was a guy there and a pe- couple of people sitting next. And we just kind of stood there for a minute and nobody said anything to us. And we're like hello and the lady's like no more churros
0: <laughs> they didn't speak english hardly at all so yeah but yes they were like yeah no 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 we're done we're done with churros go away go away so yeah i didn't get the churros but um
1: we didn't get coffee from there either oh wait that was a different place that was, that that was amber, the amber
0: cove, well, yeah. we didn't get it from there it's either. A good coffee place in amber cove we're going to talk about amber cove next week and all the stuff that we did Really not in Amber Cove so much, but around Amber Cove.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah. All right. So then, yeah, we came back and we got back on the ship and it was a good day.
1: It was a good day. It was fun.
0: Yeah. It was a long day. It was a hot day. We needed lots of showers, not because of the pee, just because of the sweat. And then, um, you know. Yeah. We missed Big Chicken.
1: Oh, man. I love Big Chicken.
0: I just said that so I could take a drink because I knew I'd get that response from you. <laughs> uh, now you know what's happening to me. I've been watching here and there. I've been watch, trying to watch other people's vlogs, and uh, and they're all in the Mardi Gras. Everybody's on the Mardi Gras,
1: and they're all eating big they're chicken. All
0: be eating big chicken,
1: and they're like, "This is so good. We're eating it every day." And I'm like, "I want to eat it every day too."
0: Eecc travels was just in Amber Cove. Well, their vlog was, and they had like a horrible experience at some all inclusive. Yeah, and. Uh, and they, like, left as soon as they could. And then they're back on the ship eating big chicken. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. Big chicken. It's a big deal if you like chicken, even a little bit. Because I'm not a big chicken fan, but I like big chicken. Anyway, Why is, I feel like all our podcasts just talk about big chicken now.
1: I mean, it's, it's that good. <laughs> so, Matt, next week we're going to be on a cruise.
0: Ooh.
1: We're going to be on Freedom of the Seas.
0: Freedom! <laughs> yep. Yeah.
1: So, um, our podcast may be early.
0: It's probably going to be early. Yeah. Or, or it's going to get delayed until that Halloween episode, which I don't really want to do that.
1: Well, no, because we it's have to be talk tricky, about though. Amber Cove.
0: It's going to be tricky because
1: yeah.
0: we have to leave on Thursday after work, which means that the podcast would have to be either really late on Thursday, which is not ideal. After we've been driving all day. Well, not all day, but for like four or five hours. Or Wednesday, but we have to probably take the dog somewhere Wednesday.
1: Speaking of the dog, I still need a dog sitter. If anyone <laughs> nearby is interested, please let me know. If you'd no, like to
0: sit on Reno. No
1: no children, no cats. Yeah. Um, but yeah. he's a very good, easy dog other than that.
0: Yeah. Other than that, he is, he is a pretty, <laughs> pretty well-behaved pup. But, uh, yeah. So, we don't know what's going to happen with that podcast yet. We do have internet on the ship, but I don't know that we're going to be able to do it from the ship.
1: I yeah, don't know how I don't good know. it is
0: or anything. Maybe we'll just do like a live stream from the ship and call that. But we do want to talk about Amber Cove.
1: Yeah, we need to talk about Amber Cove. And then,
0: but, but then the next time is going to be Halloween, and then we're going to already be backed up with
1: the next. Man,
0: week. we need more podcasts in a week or something. I don't well,
1: know. Well, I mean, after our next one, we don't have anything booked, so we can play catch up. Then,
0: then we'll be then we'll catch up, and then we'll be looking for stuff. And yeah. I see that the Down Under Cruisers are starting their live in about thirteen minutes. So, uh, after this, about pod-
1: approximately thirteen minutes.
0: Well, I just saw that's nine forty seven, and they start. So, uh, after this podcast is over, head on over to the Down Under Cruisers and check out their podcast. I'm sure they'll be talking about their group cruise since it is. Literally one year from today, although not in Australia. Well, I guess it's still. I don't know how that. How does that work? No, they'll be here, so it is yeah. one year from today.
1: What are you talking no, about? No, none of this
0: Australian time. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Larry, I don't have a link for my hat, but I can look it up uh, later on. Look at my because I think I got it from Amazon. So uh, if you're listening out there, I have a hat that I'm very fond of, and several people in the chat have noticed notice it it's kind of a good typical hat like like you see me wear but it's a little better for cooler weather it's a little meshy so maybe i'll maybe i'll post that if i can remember i'll post that link on the cruising. we always say we're gonna
1: post stuff and then Sometimes we don't we do we it. remember
0: to look if we say that and we don't do it and you were like waiting for it just, call us out just bother us about it you know just yeah call us out on the chat send us a send us an email fantasticcruising at gmail.com that we will definitely respond to you and uh, and take take care of that stuff. So
1: also, nobody sent us a happy birthday video through email. <laughs> I just want to point we out You
0: a happy birthday video. Huh? Nobody what? sent you a happy birthday video. Well,
1: I mean, you get the email too. That's what I was oh, going okay. for. Okay. Yes. Nobody sent a video to fantasticcruising at gmail.com videoing happy birthday to me. And although I love you all, I'm very disappointed.
0: Wow, really. <laughs> just saying
1: <laughs> I specifically left that part in the ending of the audio part so that people could hear it <laughs> it's fine though because I still had a lovely birthday and all the Facebook people wished me happy birthday so thank you
0: alright what else we got is that it we're going to wrap up and, and uh, call this one in the books
1: yeah I think we should do that do you have anything else I got nothing. You got nothing.
0: Nothing. Nada.
1: Well, on that note, it's time to head for the freedom. And until next time, seize the day.
0: Have a fantastic week, everybody. are back we are back we are back so uh to end the podcast we're gonna show you some of the stuff you got for your birthday
1: (laughs) yeah so thank you to everybody who said happy birthday during the credits um i'm joking with you anybody that sent me something i do appreciate it thank you i'm just kidding i'm not mad at anyone so let me show you. not what you co- said
0: when we were on pot. No, just
1: kidding. Whatever. You stop that. No, I am. I am very grateful for all the wonderful people that listen to us and tell me happy birthday. So let me show you all the cool things that I got. So, um, if I can get it open. So Matt's mother sent me these dice because we love D and D, and these dice are hide your face my face there you go they're very pink let and you sparkly yeah you, you're good and they're really really cool um and i was very excited about it so <laughs> if you like pink sparkly dice so do i there you go also my um my new goal is to identify like every bird that I see. And of course we just went to like could... not Matthew. <laughs> so, uh, while we were in Aruba, we saw a few different birds that you
0: I was... may see a couple of them in our Aruba video, which yes, is
1: indeed. going to come
0: out probably tomorrow.
1: So I saw those birds and I was like, I want to know what those birds are. Um, so, I did look them up, but I now have the wrong book in my hand <laughs> Birds of Aruba, Bonaire, and Curacao. So, next time I go, I can just take my book and look them up instead of hoping that I have internet on my cruise. So,
0: it's always easier to use a field guide. Like, I know the internet's handy, but when I'm trying to ID a fish, a reptile, a bird, I am always going to have more success using a field guide than I am of the general internet.
1: Well, there's something about having that thing in your hand be like, oh, let me flip through and find that thing.
0: Well, plus field guides are usually like very focused. And you know, if you are looking at an actual book and you bought the book, that it's probably a good actual resource and not just some anonymous person's webpage that thought they knew what all the birds of Aruba were and put like seven on them and then had a bunch of ads on there or something. Cause yeah, that's, um, that's it. Uh, see the world with Chris The email for the Halloween costume contest is basically, well, not basically it is fantastic cruising at gmail.com fantastic cruising at gmail.com and the participation rules are simply it has to be something from this year so don't post a picture from 1995 cuz we want something this year i mean we're going to probably just trust you that it is you know you don't have to put like a newspaper you don't have to hold a newspaper in there with, or something like that but uh, but we're just asking that you follow those parameters and um and if you want to do a skit you can if you want to come on the podcast you can if you want to just do a still photo you can look we're just desperate to get people to participate so we would love for you to do as much or as little as you are comfortable doing um to to help you have a chance to uh to do that yes the Mardi Gru, mardi Mardi Groot mardi I am Groot uh the Mardi Gras Halloween costume works then if it's from this year I think you're good yeah yeah yeah. yeah. We just want something current, you know, we just want people to, yeah something, something that's today.
1: Yes. So I also got birds of Florida, which is great because I live in Florida <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's actually very cool. It's got lots of birds, big pictures, lots of information. How many species of birds? There are 324 in this one. I mean, Lots of birds.
0: It's most of the birds that you would find in Florida that in the wild are going to be in that book.
1: And also a smaller one <laughs> that is um, actually color coded. So like if I see an orange bird, I can go to this section of like orange and try and identify the bird that way. This one does have less birds in it, but that's okay because I have a backup. There you go. So right. I'm, I'm uh, super excited about all my bird books.
0: So, yes. Yeah, so she is, she is bird. Bird's the word for Kimbra, which is interesting because she used to be like, I don't like birds. And now you're like, birds. I
1: still am not a fan of blackbirds.
0: birds. Um, Chris, the deadline is the when the podcast comes out which is um, the 29th of October. October, So you will be fine since you're boarding on the 30th. However, I will say that if you send us that email, you you just have to send us an email saying you want to participate. If you are one of the first 10 people to send us an email and you then go through with participating in the Halloween costume contest, no matter what, you are going to get a little swag prize from us, package from us with nothing super valuable, but some cool stuff in there um, that we have some ideas what we're, we're going to do. We know a few things. We don't know exactly what's going to be in there, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be cool. And it, and all you have to do is participate to have it mailed to you. And you'll have to give us your address, which we're only going to use to send you a package. So, um, but yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's all you have to do. And uh, yes, thank you. Cause it sounds like Chris is going to participate. So we'll have at least one costume okay. contested.
1: I accept that because I was worried that we wouldn't.
0: (laughs) That's our our concern. We had grand plans. We're like, we'll have this category and that category. And then I'm like, you know, I don't know if we're going to have anybody participate. So maybe we should just go simple this year and build on it in the, in the years to follow. So, uh, so yes, the more participants we have, the happier we will be because it'll just be more fun to do it that way. And we look forward to seeing uh, all of you there. So tell your friends, Tell your your don't tell your enemies just tell your friends and uh, and and have them come over and Participate